We're live. All right. Welcome, everybody. Schaefer Baseball Report, Friday edition. And uh, we skipped a week again last week. We, we did. We kinda, we're rolling. But um, it's it's not bad from time to time. I mean, no. it's uh, our following has been very, very good. Yeah, they, you know, they and stick it, with us. want to overload it. And, yep. you know, I mean, I, there's only so many good things to talk about, right? Absolutely. Huh? <laughs> well, there's there's been a lot in the last two weeks, though. There's there's been there's been quite a bit. So before we get going, man, I want to mention I want to mention Advocacy Baseball Consultants. Um, you know, it's a recruiting service that we put together with Todd Friedman, myself, and Chris McKnight out of Mid Atlantic Orioles up there, um, just assisting people to get to the next levels. Uh, it's crazy. It's it, it it is a crazy environment. You know, yeah. we'll bring that up. We got Fico Condalon today, which I'm excited about. He's the, uh, the new head coach down at Cochra. He did one year already there and heading into his second year. Been in Newberry, done some good things as a player as well. Um, but, uh, you know, that that process is just – it's it's wild, man. I mean, I, now now what I do is when I go is like I'm not on the field. You know, I'm up yeah. in the stands with the players and I'm kind of – and I'm watching all the kids out there and all thinking that this is their uh, – this is where they're going to be found. This is where they're going to be seen. And then I look in the stands and I see all these families thinking the same thing. Yeah. And they have no idea how to navigate through the scenario. So, uh, you know, we've been doing this. Todd's been doing it. And Chris McKnight's been doing it for a long time. So we decided to come together and uh, and uh, turn, I guess, for me, a retirement business out of it, where I can just <laughs> go watch players and hang out and play golf. Um, uh, Architect Sports, who just takes great. kids, been taking care of our players forever. Um, Alan Tyson was a trainer when I played here with the Charlotte Knights in 93. And, um, and big supporter of UDACF too. Huge supporter yeah. of UDACF has done some things with our uh, with our All Star game. Yeah. And uh, Alan's just he's been there the whole time for everything we've done. Watch him grow too. They're down in Fort Mill now. Mm -hmm. So it's it's kind of interesting. It's watching him go from the minor leagues to the you know to the big leagues of his, of his industry. Yep. And then Ali Faber, you know, who's uh, if these athletes are talking about staying flexible and doing some things. This is a different, this is a different program. And uh, she's amazing. And we've known Allie forever. I mean, we she used to come do the uh, yoga classes when we first opened up 16 years ago. And that, and then you might've even been in one of those classes. Probably. Yeah. You yeah. know, and you're bringing in this, this hot yoga chick in front of 14 and 15 year old boys. <laughs> like, hey, all right, this isn't working so well. <laughs> These guys are not stretching one bit. They're stretching their eyeballs is what they were stretching. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, those 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 three groups, those three people right there have just been amazing to us along the way. Um, so playoffs, man. Before we get into the playoffs, yeah. <clears throat> we won another one. We did. Yeah. Yeah, we got shirts and then we got gift certificates this time. Yeah. How many is that? I mean, we haven't won like five or six tournaments this year, haven't we? Yeah, something like that. We're gonna get like that wanna post. You know, like when you go into Vegas, like you can't be here because yeah, we, you know, we you take it. everybody's money all the time. <laughs> you know, and uh oh man, we threw out some numbers though. We did. That was we, a fun course to play. I'll tell you what, that, that was you know, there wasn't much trouble. No, right? You could you could grip it and rip it, and yeah. it was uh but the greens were tough. Yeah, I mean greens the greens tough, had, had some shape. Donald Ross greens on it. Great and, shape. Uh, so yeah, there was the fairways are we're in really good mm -hmm. fairways in good shape. The greens were in phenomenal shape. Yeah, uh, yeah but I, I we got a good group of guys to go out and play. We I mean, do. Any at any moment, somebody can pick it up and run with it. Yeah, so absolutely. It's it's, it's we'll uh go get the Wilmington one in November, and uh, that's I don't think we have anything before that, do we? No, that's a month. Old. Well, we have the gala before that, but no we other have tournaments. Gala, right? So that's that's uh. 
we got to get all that stuff together, man. I'm getting a little bit nervous. I, do every, <laughs> I always get like JoJo at this point. Yep. You know, we got the videos to do. Three we got to write the speeches to do. And the next thing you know. Three weeks a day. It's like a wedding every year. Yeah. It's a lot of work. The volunteers have been amazing. They're huh? awesome. Yeah. How about our auction items this year, man? We got, we got some, some stuff. stuff. Ronald Acuna signed helmet. We have uh, Corey Seager bat. Corey Seager Corey bat. Uh, yep. Lamella Ball signed basketball. We got 90 items. So, yeah, it'll be it'll Joe be Thomas jersey. Joe Thomas Hall of Famer. Yep. yep. Yeah, um, USA baseball stuff. jersey. Yep. Brian uh, Burns signed jersey. I mean, we could keep going. Hilton Head. Hilton Head. Hilton Con, Head Beach House. Beach House. For, man. for a week. Yeah. Yeah. So. And we got a good group this year, like every year. I mean, all these guys that we kind of honor, and you know, for everybody that knows about UDACF and our home plate gala, you know, it's it's. Uh, if you're in this game long enough, you create some type of celebrity, mm-hmm. not not national celebrity, but in in your area and stuff like that. And even the college coaches and everybody we talk to, you know, there's a, there's a celebrity to it. Yeah. And um, but we don't honor them for that. We honor them for what they've done with their celebrity mm-hmm. in terms of how they've helped others along the way. And you know, we're we're you know, we're big about the human part of this game and not just the uh, what's the opportunities, you right. know, and how you're going to get me to where I'm going to go. And, you know, I'm chasing the big leagues or all that. It's all about, you know, how you handle people and, and, and how you can change lives doing it. And you don't even realize the effect that, you know, you have too as well. I mean, with USA Baseball that, you know, we do that when you start to look back on things and people thank you for things that you've right. done and, and we've never done any of this for any type of recognition whatsoever. Right. You know, we've never asked for, uh, you know, for anything. We just keep moving forward and trying to, um, to do what's right by the people in the game. And it's uh, it's pretty cool when you can go back 16 years, 15 years and, you know, you're communicating with these guys, yep. you know, because you've made an impact and they've been, and what the, the other piece about this is like, these kids don't realize what the impact they've made on us along the way. I mean, take a Michael Patrick, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, deaf and uh, what a great player he was. And, you know, just to be able to sit in a dugout with somebody that lives in a different world, like can't even hear what's going on, but you have to interact. And then, you know, here we are 15 years later and, you know, friends. Absolutely. And that's, that, that's, that's, a. it's almost like, um, you know, a drill sergeant when he takes everybody through boot camp and he's he's the ass. He's the one that's just chewing them up. And Is that you? No, I'm, oh, okay. I'm the nice guy. Okay. I'm the nice guy. I'm tucking them in at night. You okay? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I do. I tuck them in. But, uh, you know. Oh, good God. This is like uh, this is like Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Look who just walks in. Ray Ray. What's going on, What's up, brother? Good to see you, man. What's up? What you got? Some cases of body? Special, special, special oh, yeah, rate tourist. What do we got? Why not? I'm here. There you go. What's going get on? on? It's been a long time. Yeah, man. So we got to bring on uh, in a little bit of Fico Condal. It's down at Coca now. Okay. Yep. So uh, oh, oh, we don't have anymore. Our, our, no, no, no. Our, 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 our former host, our current host, or whatever host, like <laughs> a special guest, <laughs> special special <laughs> guest. We do. We talk like that in the house. You know that. Yeah, man, and I special. Hey, listen, yeah. it's worse now because now I got this, I got these Invisaligns in. It's, it's uh, I can't even I can't even articulate a full sentence anymore. Jeez, oh, it, it, it hurts sometimes my teeth. What's going on, fellas? It's been a yeah. long time. We got the gala coming up, dude. I know. I'm excited about it. Yeah, we got the gala coming up uh, November third. We got um, Parker Bird. He's the one that lost his leg. Oh, okay. kid at ECU that yeah. lost his leg. He's he's oh. actually he's actually going to accept the award via satellite. He was coming, and the guy that built his prosthesis yeah so he could play again 
he lost. Oh, he's going to play again. He's going to play this. He's going to play in November. I think in their uh, their ECU World Series. Wow, good for him. That's Crazy, right? What, I mean, listen, it's it was, a movie, man. It it's, is a it's, movie. It's a movie. I mean, he fought. He fought back, and it was a very, very uh, tough road. And uh, God bless him and his family. You got, you got this kid's attitude is unbelievable. Really, I mean, he's just he's 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 so articulate. He's so appreciative, and you know, I think uh, he's he's accepted the fact that this happened for a reason. Yeah. You know, he's going to, he's going to bring inspiration to a lot of people along the way. Wow. Um, so we have, you know, I mean, he's, he's one Morris Morris. Yes. So I did see that. Yes. Oh, good for him. Yeah, he, I mean, long, long overdue. The man's done so much in this community. For yes. Everybody. You he know? has. And he has done it on limited resources Peanuts. and uh, listen. And then here he is, you know, in the middle of and all like this, what you guys have built in the past four years. And, you know, it's, we're just going to keep grinding out for, uh, for his program, the CMR program. And, you know, By the way, this is unbelievable. I have, right? I mean, the lights. Oh, oh yeah. Well, I mean, the lights, the way you everything. see when they're all on, on all the fields. Holy yeah. cow. We're yeah. about to start more construction. Yeah. So. More construction. We are. We got, we got the concrete road coming in. Okay. Um. So the whole, this is. Yeah. The gravel is going to. We're going to name it Al Dasman Way. We're going to go to the city and have it turned into a street now. Okay. So, so the street sign really is a street sign. Oh, okay. So when you pull in or you go on Google Maps, it'll say Al Daspin Way. Gotcha. So we're going to get that taken care of. We're building a big deck behind right field. Okay. Uh, yeah, like, a you know, the oh, people uh, hang out. Okay, yeah, gotcha. You, you can come throw some baby, you know, baby oil on your layout there. So I'm used to in New York all the time. <laughs> Pina colada. Pina colada, there you go. <laughs> and throw that out at you. Um, you know, lights, we got, uh, we got some, some, uh, some like, you know, those barnyard, sheds and stuff you see on the yeah, side yeah, of yeah. got a bunch of people are going to build those right here along the back wall so probably going to transition the concession out of here into there and um use this for like the umpires changing room okay nice just different things like that um it's come a long way oh, oh my, my gosh, gosh man it's oh been oh my god i mean think about eight million well seven seven million got creeped over seven million but you know we've done it in stages i mean really you go back and you think about when we just did the groundbreaking on that old field there mm -hmm. and uh, yes you know, McDowell is with us. and I know. Uh, Lots changed. You know, I mean, what's that? Over seven, probably five, six years now, right? Six years at least. I was right? going to say, yeah. And we, since we did six the ribbon cutting. I'm getting old, man. Yeah. Oh, no. We are getting old. Like, I'm listen. Kidding. Like, listen. It's, uh, you know what? I'm feeling great, though. I'm back in the gym working out. I feel, I feel listen. Yeah, you're looking sexy. Yeah, yeah. Listen, yeah, I'm really listening. sexy. I'm, 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 I'm slimming down. You know what I mean? Is Gloria okay with all that? You're looking all the little tight. Listen, you know, you got to keep them on their toes. You got to keep them on their toes. Listen, you know, listen, yeah. she's got to, you know, she got to know what she got, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not chopped liver. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Ray. Yes. Ray, Ray. Oh, my God. So he, so go through the scenarios. So everybody knows what's going on. Oh, shit. Do it through the, through the processes. Um, go ahead. I mean, I mean, I don't even know where you want me to, like, start and finish. Well, like, where? High like, school, Royals. College, oh man, you know, you know uh, listen, yeah, moving down here. I mean, moving down to the Carolinas, coming from New York, you know, what I mean, it was a, it was a different animal being in the Northeast with limited resources. Then coming down to the Carolinas, really, really expand them to, uh, you know, reaches full potential, not full potential, but is you know what I mean, a greater right, potential right. with with and being around people like you, Leela Maddox, a lot of other great resources to help him. Uh, he fulfilled the very, very successful high school career until you know, I mean, uh, we had a. I would say a, 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 how do you say like a snag, like a typhoon? Like what is, you know, what is the word I'm looking for? I don't know. Whatever. It's uh, unfortunately. I, I got a different word. Yeah, I know. I'm trying, I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to be politically correct there. Uh, but anyway, yeah. you know what I mean? Uh, changed the course of the projection of where he was going to yeah. go. Uh, but 
you know, overplay with the Royals. With yes. This? That so was, that yeah. was, you know, the, the Royals is a blessing, right? I mean, yeah. I actually text somebody last night, seen something on Twitter that you guys have tryouts coming yeah. out, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they're, they're in a little situation where, you know what I mean? Their senior year is going a little bit different. I think they transfer from public school to private school and, there was a rule, so they're not going to be able to play. But I sent them the information. They're going to sign up and they're going to play with the Royce because it's a benefit. It's a benefit to these kids that wants an opportunity that that want to continue playing we're baseball. Turning, we're turning the Royals into a, into an academy in the fall. I know we've been speaking about that for so yeah, long. Yeah, we've been we've doing, been, we're we're been uh, we found out all the the educational pieces and all that. I'd like to hear more information yeah, later about gonna, that. Yeah, do it. And you know, so then you know, not playing a senior year on you know what I mean in a, in a sanctioned league, yeah. uh, you know, uh, and, get, and the Royals giving them the opportunity to continue. Mm-hmm. finishing out the right way having senior night doing everything that was that was phenomenal um led him into uh you know had the commitment to go to division one uh but you know we was realistic as like because everyone has this false vision right well let me let me jump in here because you guys did you did a, a, an amazing thing for him at that point right so lsu he's committed yes. to lsu as yes. a freshman yeah freshman year yeah freshman yes. year committed to catch lsu as a freshman year you call down and you say is he gonna catch his yes. Freshman year. Well, so with 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 him not playing his senior year and not having a, the proper opportunity to be submitted in the draft, because right. here's the plan. This was the plan: like commit D one, play a senior year, go into the draft, see where the draft lands right. you. Right? If he gets picked up, you know, what I mean, gets signed in the lower rounds, go to D one, right. build on what you need to build on, and then in three years have the opportunity to be back in the draft. Right. Right. But with him not playing that senior year. And having the scouts really see him in that, you know, atmosphere where they wanted right. to see him, he really, really fell off the the, the map as right. far as being a high draft prospect. And so, him going to LSU and not uh, sit and not sit, but play for the next three years and don't know where things are going to go, right. we had that conversation with uh, 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 Coach Kane, uh, and he was very, very. And that's one thing I tip my hat to the LSU coaches; they were very, very forthcoming and honest right yeah. so had the had the phone call with them like hey you know with him ray and, and myself like hey what are the what listen you just had you just had a catcher uh Saul gaza coming back we thought he was gonna sign right. he's coming back like hey what's 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 your what's what's your expectations or what's your projections with ray is he gonna go in there and just be a guy that's just gonna redshirt you know not play x y and z and they would really they said mm-hmm. yes like they said hey he's gonna be we we have we have a bright future for him, but he is. We're going to take a slow with him. He's not right. going to go in there and right. be one of the main guys. He's probably going to be a midweek right. start, one game a week, and get his feet wet, and we see how it goes from there. But knowing that, so you jump down the way, you go to a we, so then we just we 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 talk to him. Yep. This was June. This was yeah. having conversations, signed yep. the letter of intent, having yep. everything going. School starts yep. in eight weeks, and said, hey. That's not the route Ray wants to go. Yeah. Ray really wants to play ball and really wants to put his best foot forward and get into the draft for next yeah. year. So then Coach Kane said, hey, then junior college is going to have to be the route, but we're going to honor everything that we're offering. And after a year, you know what I mean? Back, yeah. You know, let him put up some numbers in JUCO. And if he wants to come to LSU, all he has to do is one year in LSU and then he could come back. So it was like perfect. And he called several of the top junior colleges. And with the pitching staff that uh, San, San Jack had that year with Luke Little, Luke Little in the big league, unbelievable. Yeah, he had yeah. five guys throwing over ninety-five. It was unbelievable. Five. That was five starters throwing five over ninety. <laughs> listen, I mean, listen. They had they had a whole staff. Yeah, guys. So 
So with that pitching staff, we knew that Ray needed that exposure to catch those guys. So we decided for him to go to San Jack, and it worked out to his favor. So work. it gets it gets done. Yes, then, it gets done. Then the draft done. comes around. Then the draft stuff. comes around, and COVID hits. COVID hits. So yes. he gets he takes a twenty thousand yeah. dollars signing bonus. Yes, it was it was well. We got all the education. Right. We got all the ed- education, right. and the twenty was the max that they could right. give. Right. It wasn't like it was like hey, um, you know, but. With COVID, we didn't know that we didn't know the future, right? right? When everyone's going through COVID at that time, you don't know if there's yeah. even going to be baseball in the next year or two. So, and, and you know, so we had the opportunity to sign and get him four years of education, pay for any college he mm-hmm. wants. I mean, it's you know, and he's still right now. He's going to uh, he's going to um, open that option of going back to school and okay. things like that. So um, he has ten years to finish finish the next yeah. three years yeah. to get a degree so uh major league baseball does a great job for kids to continue you know that's the best scholarship no, you could get it's one of the best yeah. things that's ever happened yeah and, uh, you know finishing yeah they have to make sure that they pay for school along the way it's uh so but it's, yeah you do have a timeline that you have yeah to you have the timeline so you have two yeah. years from your last yeah. professional game to just take one class right. to keep that window open yeah. and then you got 10 years mm-hmm. that major league yeah, baseball a pay for your education you know what i mean right. and the money that we 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 we, we negotiated because that's negotiable right like that's negotiable that 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 mlb scholarship is negotiable as far as like how much money you want to put on your housing or schooling whatever the case may be so with him being an in-state you know we was like looking at nc state schools right. that's going to be here so we knew that the education part of it's going to be a lot less but the room and board will probably be a lot higher so we put a lot of money on the back end as far as room board books all the other stuff so uh, he's set up for the next three years if he wants education. So, you know, he played, he, he signed, he played pro ball. And, uh, you know, now we're uh, going through the, the the gauntlet of, uh, you know, think get back to it or not. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He's no, he's so he's going to go. So he's going to go Guatemala. Yeah. I know. Take, ball in Guatemala. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm not, I'm, I, I went to Ireland a few weeks ago to play golf. I don't think I'm ever, after everything that's going on in Israel, I'm not leaving the country. Oh, uh, listen. Ever, man. Oh, I know. Saying, I, might, I might just, I'm not even going to go to Raleigh tonight. I know. <laughs> I'm a little worried. I'm a little worried right now because uh, yeah, he got yeah. the phone call last week. Uh, uh, he got you know we were waiting for the professional league in uh, Puerto Rico. Yeah, uh, the draft is on October fifteenth, but somehow they said they couldn't find his. They don't know if he's a he's real Puerto. I'm like, what? He don't know if he's real Puerto. Like, I don't know. Like, he needs to listen to the podcast. Yeah, I was like, know where I was came like, from. what the hell? I was like, listen. So, so they just said the draft was going to be really really tough for him to get picked up in the draft because of they can't link yeah. his heritage. You know what I mean? I was just like, that's, you know, because I'm born in the States. My parents were born in the States. Yeah. You know what I mean? So there's too many you know, yeah. generations that go back yeah. to, you know, tying the, the bloodline to Puerto yeah, Rico. Yeah, your name's not Torresburg. Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, so he got he got a, he got a call uh, to uh, to go play uh, Winter League in Guatemala. And I was like, what the hell is Guatemala? I was like, you know, I was. Listen, I, I'll go this route, man. As long as you're young and you're healthy and, and somebody wants to put you in a uniform. That's it. Play this game as long as you want. That's it. It's you know, a, if it's fun, it's fun. If yeah. it's fun, because uh, you know, you see, you, we see a lot of guys got into pro ball. It's like ah, I don't like this lifestyle. This isn't for me. Right. And you know, the other thing that people don't realize, and I want to bring Fico on here in, in a minute, is like the transition from high school baseball to college baseball. I oh. mean, one, the delta is huge in terms of velocity and speed of the game. Yes, yep. it's greater going from high school to college than it is going from college to pro ball because you're already in that mix with those guys that are moving forward. So that doesn't. But college keeps you on a structure program though they keep well, you on a thing of so it's a lot easier not easier but it's a it's a if you want to get better you go to college route because oh, there's, yeah there's an accountability to yes. it too because when you get in pro ball nobody's telling you what time to be no, there no you better listen, be there they better be there and you better be ready and that's it yeah and you better get uh better get your game on man yes sir yes but, sir um yeah it's uh that that that's a big that's a big trans transition 
Yeah. Um, but and it, but it's every day on the field. And that's as I was talking to the strength and conditioning coach down in Wilmington, and he came up and introduced himself and said, "Hey, you know, you know, Dylan's doing whatever." And he, and I so I asked him like, you know, how's he doing in the weight room? Mm-hmm. You know, and I know he loves it, but I want to I want to hear that. Yeah, you know? that's where and he's like, no, dude, you know, it, he's adjusting to the fact that you're in the weight room every day, basically, and you're on the field every day, and people don't realize that. That's... You know, that's that's a you know, and it's not a couple. It's it's and it's an intense workout. And it's it's, it's extremely know. it's extremely intense because you're on the field every day, and you yeah. also got to do your academic part every day. Yeah. And both yeah. of them's got to correlate and correspond yeah. with each other to be successful so, at both aspects. Well, man, I'm glad you kind of floated in here. Like, I know. Did I was you like, get lost or something? Or you... Man, I've been I've been traveling <laughs> the world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we got a we got a special guest today. Um, one of my favorite people out there. And I mean, I've been doing this a long time, and. You know, you come across people that are just good human beings, you know, and it's you notice that before you notice that baseball people. Yeah. And then you watch them on, you know, it, it, it. I like to observe, you know, the people that are that are out there trying to observe other players and create evaluations. And, you know, you determine if they're all in and they're really about what they're trying to do and they're trying to be the best of what they're trying to be. And um, met Fico a few years ago and we did some showcases here and he was always attentive. He always called back. He always. You know, he's like, yeah, yeah. You know, if I get there, if he wasn't rescheduled somewhere else, he was always, uh, he was always get, he always got to our uh, our events. But uh, he met him when he was at Newberry. Okay, I uh, was assistant in Newberry, tore it up there with, uh, uh, and I say tore it up in terms of the coaching. The Newberry's had a good program for mm-hmm. a while, but you, you only have a good program if you only have good coaching staff. Of course, right? it's like anything else, right? And the things that he was in charge of, it just seems like the statistics were mm-hmm. above the norm. Um, so that tells you that somebody's attentive to the to the game and understands how it's supposed to be taught, um, you know, mechanically, physically, as well as mentally. You know, I mean, because we know we've seen so many guys with the physical tools. You know, I tell people all along, all along I mean, I left more people in the minor leagues that were better than me physically, but it's they weren't better than me mentally on the different field. Different game, yeah. It was, uh, you know, it's a, it's a big piece, and that's that's another part of the transition that happens in college too, because the speed of the game, mm-hmm. right? itself the velocities and then also the mental approach to it like you know you you better minimize better start minimizing mistakes you can get 100%. away with it a little bit on the high school levels yeah. and things like that but um so yeah so i mean i that was the piece that that you know that drew me to uh you know to fico when he was here and spending time talking to him was the human being you know it gotcha. wasn't wasn't locked in on so what is he doing now? I mean, he is I, the head coach at Coca. Oh, okay, because usually, give you know, when we prep, you give me, I do some homework. I'm like, all right, I'm yeah, like, well, hey, dude, we didn't he's think coming on board. Did, I didn't, I didn't, we, yeah. If we knew you were coming, we would have locked the door. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a cool but name. We, I like his but, name. Yeah, this is a cool, so, cool name. But uh, Andrew, let's uh, let's bring in uh, Fico Canela, the second year head coach at uh, at Coca now, and nice. uh, looking forward to having this uh, this conversation with him. Yeah, Fico. guys, what's going on? How you doing, How you man? Doing? How's it going? How you doing? So sorry hey, we got to uh, we got to rambling a little bit there. We don't. No, get... you're good. I just want to let you know you got another Boricua on set here. As hey, well. Oh, listen, that, <laughs> hey, this has worked out perfect. This, this is why Shafer texted me a little while ago. No, hey, you should have said you got a Boricua coming on. You know what I mean? I would have brought the flag out. <laughs> you got the hat. That's good enough. Like you got a butt buddy. Coming <laughs> on. That's uh, Puerto Rican. I like uh, Boricuas. We consider ourselves. Um, Boricuas, yeah. Yeah, that's what you can see, so Boricuas. Yeah, there you go. What I'm, is it, though? <laughs> hey, well, Fico, I, don't, I mean, I don't know. I mean, listen, I just, I just, I just accept it. You guys say? <laughs> that's something that we, if you know, you know, that's it. No doubt. No oh, doubt. That's great. That's great. So, well, Fico, man, thank you for uh, for jumping on with us. We've been trying to uh, 
trying to get you on for a while, and I know that schedule is kind of, you know, knocked around. And uh, but this it worked out this time. And um, again, you know, you were listening in, but the, you know, the piece the piece that was most important to me when we uh, when we first met was you know just talking to the human being and not talking to something sterile that mm-hmm. you know, and then that translates into you know into the coaching piece of it, you know, because a lot of these guys that are out here are not going to play pro ball, mm-hmm. right? I mean, uh, the majority of them, the greatest majority of them are not going to play pro ball. So this is the end of the road for them. Mm-hmm. And you have to make this experience something special, yes. right? Especially if you're in the game for a while and you want to build an alumni base, um, you know, you want to earn the respect of the kids, but you also want to make sure that they're, you know, they're enjoying what they're doing because it's coming to an end. You know, 100%. I mean, it's it's fast. I mean, you're in the fat the last four years possibly of your baseball career mm-hmm. in terms of playing. Yeah, you know, at at, at these levels. So, uh, and that's what you know. That was a that was a good piece um, of his personality that that I really liked. And on top of it, you know, and if you go, I'm going to ask you to jump in on this. But you know, we go to all these events, and you've been to a million events oh as God. well. Yeah. And Andrew and I have done. We've seen it on different levels, USA Baseball or here. Yeah, but you know, you ask people to come out and evaluate. And, and lock in on the players and, and really create the opportunity and make sure that, you know, not only the, the players see you engaged, but um, the families that are in the stands, mm-hmm. you know, see you engaged with what's going on because that's attention to your school, right? If you're like, okay, that guy's on it. Yeah. Okay. I think I want to go there. Yeah. Um, but we don't. I mean, we see, you know, we see guys, uh, you know, Fico said earlier, it's a gathering, you know, it's just a gathering of coaches and they sit down and they talk to each other while these guys are taking BP, taking infield, doing whatever. And these kids are like laying their hearts on the line because they want to go play college baseball. And the guys that are supposed to be making decisions are, are just not worried about getting their check at the end. That's um, so it's, uh, but it's, it's, it's sad. So that was my soapbox thing right there, ah. man. But so Fico, how is it going down there, man? So you take over, you take over 2022. Um, you get hired in 2022 at the end of the season. First year is last year, 2023. You showed some improvement along the way. And, um, you know, the, the piece that's interesting to me is you're taking over a program. And for us that have been in this for a while, Coca kind of limped along, you know, and I, it, it, it wasn't the, the they weren't engaged. And we see that in a lot of schools that, you know, they have a program, the guy's kind of comfortable in his job, but they're not engaged and going out and hustling and recruiting. And so how is it going into a program that basically um, you're taking the players that came from the last regime and uh, now you got to change the culture and you got to, uh, you got to put it on the path that you want it on. No doubt. And, and, and before I answer the question, Shay, if I want to say, I, I, you talk about being a good human being and a good person, man, I, I, I have to thank you because because you were one of the guys that and and one of the toughest parts of my life last spring and probably the lowest that I've ever been just with family issues and everything. You were one guy that was constantly every day, every single day checking up on me. And you don't know how much that meant to me. And I I, I truly appreciate that. But uh, to answer your question, yeah, year one. Year one was a little tough because because you guys know you guys are baseball guys and and I'm not trying to knock anybody that was in the seat before I was but players are always going to be extensions of their coaches you mm-hmm. know what I mean so so we inherited a group that was used to hey let's let's roll the balls out take BP take it to the crit and just just no pride in this place you know what I mean and I graduated from here I mean I had a decent career while I played here but but. Again, this place needed a, a a leader that had pride and that wanted to be here. 
You know what I mean? And and yeah, I mean, 19 and 30 last year. I'm in, I'm flat out embarrassed to be honest. 19 and 30. I'm, I'm embarrassed to say we won 19 games because because in no way is that acceptable, or no way will that ever be acceptable. But the, the the little sleep I get at night knowing, okay, man, out of those 30 losses, 15 of them were one-run ball games that, that we, we kind of blew late. You know what I mean? Three more were, were two-run games that, that we had a chance to win. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to say last year was a failure because I think in sports, man, I, I, I don't think anything's a failure because whatever happens, you got to get up and you got to learn from it, you know. But, but year one was a big thing for us was to change the culture of a place. You know, I, I I hired two really good assistants. My pitching coach was was on the World Series team with me when I was here. So we got another guy that has tremendous pride in this place. And then I also have a, a young graduate assistant, Lex Tudor, who's been around the game a while, has been with championship programs, has been with NGU, you know, and he's just a grinder and works hard every day, man. I mean, and, and you go back to volleys, barely getting back. I mean, this guy's living in a trailer about, 200 yards from campus, you know, just to get his foot in the game, you True. know? So the most important thing is surrounding yourself with people that, that, that you can trust and, and that you like to come to work with every day. But again, year one was a big culture change for us, you know, and it was set the tone. Hey, we're going to hold our players to high standards, high expectations, and, and you're going to be held accountable in every little thing you do, you know, because again, the way we play, I mean, little things, details are extremely important. You know, so, yeah, it was a culture shock for these guys that, that, that we inherited and, 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 and I love and that are still here. But, but again, the, they were kind of – they were hoping for change. You know what I mean? Like, like they embraced the change. They wanted to be coached hard. They wanted to be pushed hard. You know, so I give all the credit to my guys here, that, that my, my players here, that, that embraced the change and, 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 and embraced the new staff and, and, and the culture of the place. Well, you know, the, the the point that he's making that I appreciate here is that these kids do want to be coached. Like, yes. you know, you get to these kids at the next level. You know, if if you want to be coached, you'll stick around. If you don't want to be coached, you won't you won't stick around. Yep. And um you know, you, you, you want to go to places like that. You want to go with Yeah, no, I was gonna say I, I love the fact that you're touching on something that where where we might be just like downplaying a little, right? I mean creating a culture mm -hmm. it's so much different like when we were coming up we just went to a program just to play it and we, we played for the history right like hey this is a winning program mm -hmm. right and we were expected to win right but when you are taking over a new program and you are creating new blood and everything else they want to see culture because you can't sell on hey what we've done in the past because you're not going to get right but you are creating a culture so when you do get new people or people watching um you're seeing hey a coach has got a lot of pep in his step. These kids are bouncing around. They're running around. They're they're doing things for this coach because when you commit to a program, you commit to the coach, right? Or when you go to work or you go to, like, especially in the real world, when you go sign up for a job, it's great to get a salary, right? But once you get past that salary and you want to start working at a place, uh, at you working for your your supervisor and you're working for that 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 environment that good environment and good culture where you are going to be enjoy going to work so this this game this game has been built on it's for fun right we started playing it because we loved it yes and then somewhere along the way it gets it gets watered oh, down yeah. even at the youngest level about creating all these crazy opportunities and we've heard some of the craziest stories fico of, you know how come there's you know at a 12 or 13 year old game how come you know there's no coaches here watching my kid or things Jeez like that it's, it's it's nuts i mean it's the, the things that come out of uh, 
people's mouths nuts. But un- unfortunately, we the experience has gotten squashed down, and the enjoyment of the game has gotten squashed down over having to create, you know, uh, an atmosphere for showcase. Good stuff. And then yes. you know, listen, uh, like Fico said earlier, he's he's embarrassed by 19 wins, right? I mean, that's you would expect that from somebody like that because you want you want pride. A, yeah, you want a perfect season. You think you're better than that, or you could have made a difference in that scenario, and you know you go through it, but. Um, you know, we're competitors with type A personalities, man. There's nothing, there's nothing that there's nothing comfortable about losing anything. Now you can put that face on <laughs> and make it feel like, Oh, okay. You know, you know, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. But down inside, you're just, you're on fire, man. Yep. Um, so part of the, part of building your program um, back up. Right. And uh, like I said, no disrespect to anybody that was there before you anyway, anyhow, but you know, you're, you're, you're in a rebuild situation there at Coker and, um, you know, you've taken the uh, the bull by the horns. You're doing it. You were an excellent assistant at Newberry, and you took on your responsibilities, and you made all those guys better offensively, defensively. The things that they increased on, and in, in, mm-hmm. you know, in the notes here, it's just it's phenomenal. So that it takes a good coach because the head coach has admin pieces to it and all that other stuff. They're not totally 100 percent on it, but how do you bring in good coaches when the uh, when you know that the money isn't the greatest? Yeah. in the game and, you know and again you got the guy that lives in the trailer down by the river yeah. right i mean <laughs> and no and, no no and that's a great question and, and and just to hit on you bear i know i'm competing against them and, and trying to get kids over there man but that, that that's a great staff over there that i've heard i i i, I learned a, a lot about the game a lot about me as a person in those four or five years and and i i, I owe a lot to those guys and i, I got to give those guys credit they do a really good job over there and um and one thing about the head coach over there as well, he wasn't much of a micromanager. He trusted the guys he hired and 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 let them work. And then that's kind of the philosophy I have. It's it's real important and kind of like what you hit on earlier was you got to surround yourself that you know you're gonna go to work and 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 enjoy your company, enjoy the people you're around. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But but first off, you got to find guys that are loyal, that are trustworthy. And then guys that wanna be here, like like our our, our pitching coach Kyle Gallman. When I thought I had a chance to get the job, I called him and, and I, I let him know what was happening. Hey, I think I might have a chance at this coker job, man. Would you be interested to come on it, come on and, and be our pitching coach? And without hesitation, uh, let's do it, man. I'm on board, you know? And he has spent the last previous six years with Francis Marion, which is our next door neighbor over here. But but the most important thing is trying to find the guys that, that have pride in the place you know what i mean and and and, and want to make a place better you know but but before all is, is loyalty you know and, and and guys that are willing to work hard you know because because again i mean i demand a lot out of my players but i demand a lot of my assistants too i mean they, they got to put up with my bs just as much as my, my my players do you know what i mean but but <clears throat> they know they know when we rest our head at night that they got a head coach that loves and cares about them. And, and I know I got assistants that love and care about me as well. So here's, um, we have uh, a good friend of ours whose son is playing down at Coke. I won't say who it is, but um, so I'm on the driving range hitting one day and he said, you're not going to believe what happened down at Coca. And I'm like, Oh geez, what, you know, what's going on down there? And uh, he said, Fico was in a meeting with the team and told all the kids in the middle of the meeting, stop, Go get your phones and go call somebody in your family, a friend or whatever, and tell them how much you love them, how much you appreciate them. Oh, wow. Said you got an hour to do it. 
that's... do it. And it was, and and the the friend that's telling me is telling me with tears in his eyes, like knowing that, you know, my kid is in the right place with the right person, you know, uh, you know, to to do something like that. So you know, it's uh, that's that's awesome. But that's the point. So you know, you do something like that, and he understands that. You know, your players understand that you care about the human being, you care about everything else that's out there, and you and that's you know, you know, that's important. But also, you know, to stop and think about. Because that's not just thinking about the players. That's thinking about the people outside the players, right? Who's going to get that phone call? That's pretty deep. It's pretty. That's pretty. Uh, it's pretty special. No, one hundred percent. I mean, like prime example. I mean, you just shot me a text out the blue. It's like Ray, what's up? I mean, yeah, like yeah. out the blue, yeah. like an hour ago, and I would just happen to be in Kannapolis doing an event, and he was like, "Hey, how are you doing?" I was like, yeah. "Shit, you just texted me just to say how I'm doing." Yeah. You know what I mean? And I was like. I'm great. I, and my taxes, I was like, love you for even just thinking of me. Yeah, you did. That was pretty yeah. cool. You know? It's, uh... No, and that's what we're doing this all for, too. And I tell my guys, there's no knock on my guys. That There's probably maybe, maybe one person on my team that has a chance to play professional baseball. You know what I mean? But that's everyone's goal coming into it. And that's my job is to try to help them attain their goal. But when it comes down to it, my job is to develop them as men. You know what I mean? And that's right. 100%. This place in four years they're ready for the real world man because you guys know the real i mean it ain't oh. fair man it's tough it's a tough life out there You're you right. know, absolutely that's so a part you, of it you know you you like you love the fact that you like you know you're developing men but you're developing them to be stewards of the game along the way because they're going to be dads someday right yep and if they love this game they're going to want to share should, this yeah, game with, with their, their kids absolutely. right absolutely but if you run them out bitter, the at the, bitter at the game they're not going to want any part of that, or they're going to they're going to handle that that scenario, um, you know, in in a way that's uh, that, that they're bitter with. Um, so here's a question for you: Showcases, oh yes, versus camps. And we are more. I mean, we have to play in the showcase environment, yeah. but to go into the individual showcase things, I encourage our players more to go to camps, and then we'll reach out to the coach and say, okay, you know, we have a player coming, you know, we like him. Yep. You know, we think he can play there. And I always table it with, at the end, it's always your decision. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? I'm just, our job on our end in the middle here is to kind of facilitate opportunities for the kids that we think can go somewhere, right? Yep. And we can connect with our network like FICO and say, listen, you know, our guys there, just, you know, keep some eyes on them. You know, you may like them. He may not fit, you mm -hmm. know, no, no hard feelings. But what's your take, FICO, um, on the individual showcase environment? versus the uh the camp camp environment school camps me personally I, I i prefer camps just the way that and i can't speak for any other programs how they run their camps but I, I i like our camps because we run it just like we would a practice you know what i mean and i think that benefits both parties because first on, on their end they get to see the coaching staff how how we coach if if if, if they like our coaching style the way we run practice our philosophy and then on our end, I, as coaches, I like it because, man, I, I get to see if this guy's coachable or not. You know, if I tell him to do something in field wise, I got to see if he can make the adjustment. You know, where where if you're more in a showcase kind of showcase setting, you really don't get that one on one interaction with the guy, you know, to see if he can make that adjustment. The kid that goes out there and just takes the four ground balls at short, throws it across the diamond as hard as he can or takes his 10 swings at, at BP, you know, you can't. He doesn't know how you coach or how you interact with your players. So I can't speak for other programs, but but the way we run camps, 
I prefer the camp setting. I'd rather guys come to our camps and us go out and watch them and showcase events. And plus, just the way we recruit, we're really not recruiting the showcase kind of kids. You know what I mean? We're not going to get the kid that drops seven, eight home runs out of the ballpark and runs a six, three showcase. I mean, we're looking for those diamonds in the rough, you know? So I like guys, again, to come to our camp to see, hey, man, maybe I can handle this loud Hispanic from Miami that's in my ear all the time. You know what I mean? Or some guys, hey, man, maybe this isn't my cup of tea. But 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 just those showcase settings, you really don't get that one on one kind of attention that that I think players need. How's up? I mean, I've been out of the loop of like showcase ball and high school and all the travel ball. So I just wanted to ask. I mean, this is a answer for everyone right now, especially more for you, uh, Fico. Um, how's the game transitioning now? Like the game is changing because players are developing to become showcase players to get you guys attention like. Okay, so now once they get their attention and they get their foot in the door at the next level, is the game changing because they're no longer full baseball players? They're not instinctive. They're not instinctive. They don't have yeah, the five yeah. tools, yeah. but they have the six three sixty. They may or have, they have the raw tools, power, but they can't. Does they can't put it, does yeah. it transition into yeah, that's right. The mess. Yes. So how is it? Yeah. I mean, so yeah. I mean, you're the coach. Everybody wants to hear your opinion. So, so <laughs> my opinion doesn't mean much, but but I mean. <laughs> Just, and you're right. It's the knowledge of the game. It's the teaching of the game. You know what I mean? It's it's like, and again, no knock on the guy that was here before me, man. Last year, I had to teach the game, to, and which I love to do. Don't get me wrong, but I had to mm -hmm. teach the game from ground zero. You know what I mean? Where this year's class coming in, we found guys that had a feel and that understood the game and stuff like that. But I think a lot is exactly what you said. Kids are just built for this showcase, 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 and there's not enough teaching learning the game and understanding the game hey why are we doing this here why are we doing that there i think it's just a lot of, hey exavilo 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 or, or, or how hard can i throw this thing yeah, yeah. how hard can i throw this thing <clears throat> against the net you know what i mean where may i mean players still need to learn the game and be students of the game you know yeah. i'll tell you what there, there is a program out there now that's just phenomenal i don't know if you've heard of it yet and it's actually a friend of uh mike salvino's uh introduced me to this guy year ago it's called six tool mm -hmm. and um what it's doing it's taking all the scenarios from the mental side of the game or how the game is supposed to be played so it's taking situational and mental approaches to the game and you can create a so every one of your players would have a an app right on their phone and you could create a 10 question quiz for them that goes out to them all the time and they got answered okay man on second base no outs, you know, what's my responsibility? Get them over, you know, mm -hmm. okay. Infield's up, try to hit a fly ball, you know. I mean, so they're creating all these things that, that are not taught. And that's that this again is a product of showcase baseball. And this mm -hmm. is the piece that is just so you got to find an organization that's going to help you, that's going to teach you how to play the game because he's got, if you go, you answer this after I'm done here, but the learning curve is different than when we played growing up. Mm -hmm. I really believe that they may be bigger, stronger, faster athletes, right? The science of the game has taken over. These guys are animals. I mean, look at the size of these guys in the World Series. They're, they're beasts, right? They're bigger, stronger, faster. But I think we were more instinctual players. We were more mental players. We understood how to play the game. and We were more successful because we didn't make those mental mistakes on the field. But we were in the right place at the right time. We played the game in our heads 100 times before a game. We used to throw the ball off the wall and play nine innings off the wall just by ourselves. We did it all without parents around. Without parents. So without mentally, like you're saying, we were so we 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 seen the situation happening yeah. before it happened, yeah. where these kids are not. They're they're being taught to uh crow hop and throw a ball into a net and come out your shoes on 10 swings and like and and the pitchers just and the showcase. 
just throw as hard as you can. And who cares if you throw 30 five, balls? Five, five, five ground balls to an infielder. Four throws from an outfielder. Three throws from a catcher. Really? Like, what are you going to get at? What are you going to get out of that other than that's a good athlete, right? Yep. Well, and you're seeing max effort too, not easy effort. That's right. You don't you don't see smoother is better. You see guys doing everything. To Figure's point. I mean, I saw guys taking ground balls at shortstop and taking four hops before they threw the ball, <laughs> just just so they could light up the gun and they could put it on social media. Yep. So, and, and, and I, I think that goes back with just playing the game too a lot, a lot, and especially in the summer. And I get it, it's showcase baseball, but these guys just show up and play on the weekends. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I, well, we, I, me playing. I mean, we used to even if it was showcase ball, we still practice four practice. or five. One hundred percent. Learn the so, game. Our coach taught us the game. This is like, mm-hmm. hey, we're playing here this weekend. Show up at this time, and we'll, I'll give you the uniforms then. And they and show up in their shorts right before the game. They just put on their pants. And- Dude, when you're when you're when your organization is more proud of the number of teams they have than the number of players that they've developed, you're 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 not doing this for the right reason. You're doing it for the absolute wrong reason. Yep. So when somebody comes up to you and you're running an organization, they say, "How's it going?" Oh man. I got 175 teams now. I got 180 teams. <laughs> like, okay, what's the name of the kid on that last on the 175 no, team? That do you know him? Do you don't know? They know when the check doesn't clear. I know the check. <laughs> he bought his uniform. He bought his uniform. Bought his uniform, man. It, it's absolute. So um, we were talking earlier about the playoffs, you know, and and how much we all enjoy watching the playoffs over the regular season because it's the only time I watch baseball because now it's back it's back to the game it's back yeah. to hit and run it's back to uh they try to double steal with Trout and Turner last mm-hmm. night which was pretty cool um you know moving runners over one run makes a difference in a five game series or a four you know a seven game series uh so talking to Figo earlier that's college baseball right so you're looking for the guys that in showcase baseball they don't know how to do that and then you get them on your, get them into your program. They've never run, they've never executed a hit and run. They've never, you know, okay, they bunt every now and then, bunt. but they're not, they, <laughs> they don't have the two strike approaches are horrible. Um, so, I mean, so how, 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 if you have 40 guys on the roster, Fico, yeah. the percentage of guys that come in that have a high baseball IQ or that you have, they have a, they have a baseball IQ, but it's not where you need it to be. Well, and, and, and that just goes back with recruiting and putting in the work and doing your homework on kids, calling coaches. And, and again, that and I don't like to use the word small ball because it ain't sexy to a lot of recruits. Man, I call it putting pressure. You know, what I mean, we're going to run. We're going to hit and run. We're going to slash it and run. We're going to safety. We're going to drag. We're going to do all the little things because when it comes down to it, 19, 20, 22 year olds really can't handle pressure. You know what I mean? And a lot of them aren't practicing in those pressure situations during practice. You know, so everything you brought up, we work on it every day. We, we, we got to have a tough 2K approach. We work on bunning every day. We have execution. Execution is big for us. If there's a runner on third, infield back, I want the ground ball up the middle, man. Take your RBI. You know, if the infield's in, I want a line drive to the outfield. Take your RBI. Runner at second, let's move them over. You know, it's, it's the little things that – because, again, the style of baseball we play, every extra bag we give up or we take – is very important because again, freaking 14 one run games that we were on the opposite side of last year. You know what I mean? Where where every run is important. So just a style of baseball we play again, when we bring in our kids, we try to find kids first that fit what we do. You know what I mean? But then as, as recruiters, we have to do our homework and, and do a little digging. Cause again, I mean, I'm not going to complain about our scholarships. We're probably in the middle of the pack. So I, I, 
we can't afford to really miss on guys that that, that we're dumping some money into, you know. So but we have to do our homework. That's right. So relax relaxation. It, this is an interesting game, right? And I'm mm-hmm. trying I was trying to talk to my son down in Wilmington last week because it these kids put under pressure immediately, yep. right? I mean, they, again, they're not playing out on the streets like we grew up playing or in a field or doing whatever, just putting our own game together. Our, our pressure then was just beating my friend. Yeah. That was it, right? So now we have, we feel like we have all these eyes on there. You got all these parents that sit out there that want to judge another kid or say something about another kid. Pressure's there, pressure's there, pressure's there. And they never learn how to adjust to the pressure because the pressure is, it's, it's, it's outside yep. coming in. It's not the pressure of the game. So if they were just playing the game, Without all that surrounding, they would learn how to handle the pressure of being a baseball player, right? And they understand. And then let's start to figure out, like with Dylan. And I said, you know, you put the glove on Dylan's hand, my son Dylan. But he doesn't even think about it. He just goes about it and he does it, yeah. right? He knows how to feel. He knows. He knows. He knows like I'm. I'm one of the better in my, mm-hmm. you know, in, in in my world, you know, at, at, at defensively. But then, you know, you, you transition to the plate and you're trying to make these adjustments and things like that and jumping from college, from high school to college and everything like that. And the tension sets in, right? Oh, my God. So it's amazing because, you know, somebody kept saying to me as I was coming through, because I was a I was a wound up player. I was, you know, I, you know, and I similar to Dylan, defensively was my forte. And then, you know, offensively was, you know, I went and battled. But as soon as somebody said relaxation, right? You, you know, if you can learn to relax and slow the game down, I'm like, how do you slow the game down? How do you slow the game down? It's too fast. It's too fast. It doesn't do that. I mean, if you can learn to breathe, relax, slow it down, you are going to be a better player and you're going to adjust to the pressures that are involved in the field, right? Yes. Which is what these guys are asking for. You know, there's Dylan's like, Oh my God, I got to hit a ball to the right side. And I'm, you know, I'm cutting it. I'm banging it. I'm like, dude, you know, breathe. So when, when I found, when I, when I figured out how to do that, everything changed for of me of course but it's you know it's convincing these kids that you got to go up to the plate and be as loose as you possibly can be right you got to go out on the field you got to you got you know my father used to say to me jeff you got to have the mentality that you want every single ground ball in this game hit to you yeah so i got to the point where i went on the field i'm like right here right here right here i got it got it, i got it, got it you know it's coming my way it's coming my way it's coming my way and then so you're you're all you're all prepared for it um you know the same time when you go to when you go to the plate you know, I know I'm going to compete. I know he's not better than me. I'm not going to give him too much credit. You got to go through all these processes in your head. And it's the way they've been built through showcase baseball. I don't see it on a greater scale. I don't see very many kids that play this game loose or relaxed. So to, you know, when you're going out and recruiting them, Fico, you got to kind of dig deeper to see what the is. No doubt. And I tell my guys all the time, though, if, I mean, pressure is pressure, no doubt. I mean, everyone feels pressure. But again, if you're putting in the work, I tell them, all, hey, trust the work you put in. Yeah. You know what I mean? You you deserve to be in this position. You're in this. But I mean, you're in the starting lineup for a reason, whatever. I mean, you're in this position, man, because because you've put in the work, you know, so trust the work you put in. Don't make it bigger than what it really is. That's right. And learn to enjoy the moment, man. No I mean, doubt. It, you know. You know. That's right. it. So I'm just I mean, I'm gonna give an example because I, I mean, I could only speak on my personal experience because I haven't coached or been around so many players like you guys have. But Ray played in Jupiter four years, freshman year, sophomore year, junior year and going into his senior year. Freshman year, if you looked up his Jupiter, we're talking about Jupiter. This is right, world right, baseball. Right. This is the yeah. biggest for yeah, seniors. Golf carts everywhere. Yes, this is we're not just talking about a regular. And he's there as a freshman. He's there as a freshman playing with the Central Florida Gators. Tears it up freshman year. Right. Gets like. Six hits that week has a great week at Jupiter. Has no pressure. He's a freshman. Right. No, playing, no, 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 no expectations. 
Sophomore year goes in there, has another good week. Not as good as his freshman year, has a good week, right? His junior year has gets like two or three hits that week, yeah. like not as much. His senior year, this is the money year, right? Like right. this is the year not everyone's looking at you. Put a lot of pressure on himself. I don't think he got a hit that week. We were talking about so from yeah. year after year after year of going with no expectations of just enjoying the game, being prepared, going to a senior year with feeling like the world is looking at you. See, that's so funny you say that, right? The world, the world's looking at you, right? So when again, and we all parallel to our times on the field one way or another. Fico, I'm sure you've had the same thing. When you're out on that field and you're say Yankee Stadium, right? 45,000 people. And I grew up in New York and my family. Yep. Like I'm on that field thinking everybody in the stadium <laughs> is watching me. Right? Everybody's watching me. Nobody's watching anybody else. So don't screw Not up. Not Griffey. Don't screw up. Not Griffey. What is that guy? He's just the guy that does commercials now. He's a loser. Freaking loser. Um, but you know, I mean, and then so I go to a game after I'm done playing with my with Amanda and the boys. And I hadn't been to a big league game after I yeah. got done playing for I don't know. Years and years and years and years. Watch them on TV. And I'm sitting in the stands and I'm looking around and nobody's watching the game. <laughs> yep. They're on their phones. They're getting beer. They're going up the thing. Nobody's paying attention to the game. So, Oh, you're talking about now. You're talking about now that you're going to the game and people are looking at you. Yeah, well, I, I thought you no, were playing. No, 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 oh, no, no. Like, I'm going to the game with my family. It's 2023. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. hey, Jeff yeah, Schaefer's like, here. I walk in the stadium they're like, hey, I know you. Like, no, not really. I'm the guy, yeah, you know Martinez? Not, yeah, that's right. Yeah. But, you know, nobody's really overly paying attention to the game. Yeah. So the pressures aren't there. The pressures are what you put on yourself, yes. right? And, um, you know, so you got to have somebody that can talk to you about that. 100%. You know, and that, you know, we've been, we've seen environments recently, right, where that wasn't the case. You know, the pressure was put on from, Listen, there's expectations, right, Fico? I mean, you got expectations of your players, and those are the things that I'll harp on, right? I'm, you're, if I'm coaching, I have expectations for you, okay? And if you can't live up to those expectations and you continuously do the same thing over and over, and over then, yeah, then, then, then there's an issue. But, you know, the expectations that the coach puts on the players go out, you, you, like you said, you're prepared, you're good, you belong here. Now go play the game. You know, I mean, the first time I, the first time I went to the big leagues um, with the White Sox, the first 10 games, I was freaking out, mm -hmm. freaking out. Like, what am I doing here? Eight and a half years in the minor leagues. You know, I'm not, you know, nobody ever told me, you know, you were going to, I always felt like I was going to get there. I just, now you're there and you're looking around. And the pressure that I put on myself in that period of time was, um, yeah. was intense. And then I looked around and I said, I started looking at the dugout and looking on the other field. I'm like, God, I played against that guy in A ball, played against that guy in double A, played against that in triple A. Like, I played against all these guys. What the hell am I thinking? Yep. And then <laughs> decompress. Yep. Right. And then just like, just go do what you do. And um, and that's it. I mean, so that's a piece of coaching. The mental part is as much as the preparation physically. Yeah. And that's a great point that he put. And I think every player, I don't think it's players probably even understand it, but every player should see that appreciation when a coach could tell you, right. relax, you're on the team, you're playing, yeah. right? Because there's so many coaches that say, hey, we need to win. I need you to get four you or five up, hits. You screw up, you you screw up you're out, field. right? They yeah. play with that They play with that, yeah. that, that level of like, if I don't go four for four, mm -hmm. I'm not playing, even though I am starting. So you articulating and you expressing to your players that, that should help them perform even better. No doubt, because those guys live and die off at every at-bat, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's important to, to calm them down. Hey, man, you, you're here for a reason, man. You, you're good enough, you know? You're going to be fine. Yeah. <laughs> so how about, you know, the, the, you know, it, it's interesting watching freshmen come in there, right? Because all of a sudden the, 
the pressure is accentuated because they've been playing their whole life. You know, I mean, they're getting their name written in because these guys are in college, aren't guys that were sitting on the bench. They're yep. guys that have been playing. And now they got to go fight for a job. Mm-hmm. Look at the know? lineup every day. Like, yeah. am I playing? Like now right? they fight for a job. Am I doing something right during practice? Am I not doing something? Right? Do I talk to the coach for help? Do I not talk to the coach yeah. for help? Um, so, you know, I mean, they, do you see that increased level of, uh, you know, pressure from freshmen that are walking in and are just trying to do more than they need to do is my point. No doubt. No doubt, especially early. You know what I mean? Early that they're trying to impress everybody and, 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 and you see it from day one. But the biggest thing with our freshmen this year is, is is just learning stuff away from the field, just time management, you know what I mean? And, and being held accountable in everything you do, because it was kind of like what you guys said earlier. You, you got to go to practice for four hours, then you got to go to waves, and then you got to go to study hall, then you got classes, you know, and then all the little extra stuff that I, I expect you to be at and just – Hey, if we got to be somewhere at five, you better be there at four forty-five. You know, and it's <laughs> yeah. like that, that they're getting accustomed to that. Again, that it, it sucks for the older guys that have been here last year because we all have to go through the same punishments. Because if one guy messes up, we all mess up. You know right. what I mean? But I think more than the baseball side of things, it's just a, the time management and adjusting to college, being away from home. You know what I mean? That they don't have mommy and daddy to yeah. to be in their ear twenty-four hours. You know, so. But, yeah, on the field, wise, you can tell just because, hey, exactly what you say. Hey, I was a guy in my high school, so I need to come here and, yeah. and I need to hit these four home runs off this hack attack just to show everybody I belong here, you know. But that goes back to just setting the culture, you know, and, and letting guys – I told my guys, hey, all you freshmen, I know you're going to suck the first two weeks. So there's no point of putting any pressure on yourself or any I, – I just just a new environment. Everything's brand new to you. I know you're not going to be your best here early, man. So enjoy the process, you know what I mean? And don't put any more added pressure to you. So only failures can happen from that. And and, and that's kind of what I expressed to him. Hey, just, just, again, you're here for a reason. Just go out there, have fun, be coachable. That's the biggest thing I tell him I'm looking at. I'm looking at players that are coachable here early. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm not looking at this guy. I'm, I'm not going home writing the lineup September 20th for, for February. You know what I mean? I, I want guys that can make adjustments and that are coachable. I'm not worried about if you hit four line drives right now or you made every single play. No, I'm, I'm looking for guys that are bought into what we do and, and again, can be coachable and trust the coaching staff. Because, uh, again, if we don't have that trust, and it's a two-way street, I got to trust the player. They got to trust me. You know what I mean? Because in order for us both to develop, it's, it's a conversation, man. You know the developing and getting better is a conversation it, it ain't a dictatorship where hey you better do this you better do that you better now we got to have open conversation and again it's it's a respectful conversation now you know what i mean like they're not going to come across like I'm, I'm i'm one of their friends or something you know but we have really good relationships where my players know and my door's open and hey if you don't understand how i'm teaching you how to feel the ground ball ask me tell me and i'll explain to you you know that uh that relationship will exceed beyond the playing days. Yes. You know, and that's, you know, and, and that, and that's piece right there. And you're, you're right point. Like right now, you know, I'm here for you to make you better and for the program to be better, but you know, and I'm not here to be your friend right now, but there comes a point where, uh, you know, you walk away and then, uh, you know, you're, you're in touch with this guy. So Fico, my head coach at Maryland, 95 years old. Wow. And I talked to him, I talked to him every two weeks. Every two weeks, I talked to him, and it was amazing. We did a um, University of Maryland did a uh, 
celebration of his 95th birthday from players from when he started, took over the team, I think in 1960. And my dad, my stepdad was his first captain. Wow. But he coached a year or two there before. And there were, there were tons of guys on there. And what was amazing is this guy could tell you a story about everybody that was on that link that night or something about them. And it was, uh, it was powerful. So that was, you know, the point there, like these kids show up and it's like, Oh yeah, he's the head coach. And that's just, you know, you know, he's, <laughs> he's got to run the club and it's, you know, and then next thing, you know, you know, over a period of time, you're talking about respect, you're talking about young men, you know, and that's, you know, so much more goes into coaching this game than just, Yep. You know, you know, the wins and losses and spin rates and exit velos and all that other stuff that, you know, we're uh, we're stewards of the game and we're trying to, you know, create people that are going to continue our game, you know, the right way. But and again, we're watered down with coaches that aren't at certain levels. But then again, you know, there are a lot of good organizations out there that, you know, that do the right thing and um, and across the board, do the right thing across the board. Meaning I've seen I've seen organizations where. These guys are doing, uh, you know, charity work. You know, they're out in the community. They're doing things like that. And, you oh, know, wow. those are the important pieces. Or like Fico did, reaching out, telling his kids, "You go tell somebody today. Yeah, you know, awesome. go, 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 make a difference, man." So it's important to be transparent. Because don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm, uh, I'm hard on my guys. I am. But, but, but the, be. the most important thing is that I'm gonna put my arm around you and show you I love you as well. That's you right. know what I mean? Because. I'm a true believer. Once that player knows that man, that that, that player will go through a freaking wall for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and when it comes down to it, you you need to find 40, 45 guys, three coaches, man, that 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 are willing to go to war every single day and do whatever it takes for their teammate. Yeah, respect on both sides, man. You respect right. the player, love up the player. He can respect you. Listen, there's gonna be days he hates you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know something ever went wrong. I want him to pick up that phone and call the guy that he hates 100%. because he needs. Yeah. He needs that help, and he realizes, you know what? I tell these kids all the time, man. Listen, like you said, Fico, I love you guys. I I honestly do, but I got a short window here to make you as good as possible and create these situations for you. So, you know, if I jump you, it's not anything personal. It's because I got to get it through your head, dude, that, you know, this is how it has to go down, or it's not going to work for you. And, uh, you know. Real world is hard. I mean, it's not easy. I mean, you should be. They they need to have a level of expectation of, you know what I mean, being prepared. Dude, leave that, the egos in the dorm room. That's what I tell them, man. Leave the egos in the dorm room. Yeah, but bring bring the character though. Leave yeah, the no, ego, no. but bring the character, man. Mm-hmm. You know, bring the dude that's uh, that's having a, a good time. So, um, well, Fico, you and uh, your wife was a softball player. Yeah, we actually met here at Coker. Dude, yeah. so you got some pressure on you, man. This this better be like you know two of the right genes coming together. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. And, I'm, and again, just to speak on, I'm glad to be back here. And, and I know it sounds yeah. kind of cheesy because it is cheesy, but ever since I've, ever since graduating from this place, I've been to sit in this chair. You know, this is my Clemson. This yeah. is my Carolina. You know what I mean? I love this yeah. place. I'm glad to be back here with my wife and my two kids. I'm going to raise my family. I'm, I'm going to be here till they fire me. You know that's what I mean? Awesome. Hopefully that's not soon. But, yeah. but again, I'm, I'm, we're trying to get this place back to where it used to be, you know? And, and, I, my wife is a rock, man. I mean, I, yeah, you guys know, you guys are all baseball guys. You guys, Dude, I mean, people have no idea what it, uh, to, to have a woman, if you're involved in this game, Oh, yep. To have somebody behind you that, 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 oh, you know, bored. cause this is our mistress. <laughs> I mean, this is, this is our mistress, man. This is our first you know, love. This is our first love. Really? Really? It is. Yep. It is. It's truly our first love. And it's, uh, 
you know, you got to have that, that, that support behind you that, um, yep. that's going to understand. And, and, you know, that, that also knows that, you know, you take care of other people and it's, it's, it's beyond just your family. Like mm-hmm. you right. take care of a lot of people for a lot of reasons. And, uh, selfless as a, a self, what is it? Selfless, selfless, like, like yeah. Yeah. A, selfless. you could do be on the field. You could do all this stuff and you still do it because you love it. Not yeah, for man. people to pat you on the back and say, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no, there's no, I'm not, no expectations coming from it. I mean, we can sit here and go through everything that this game has given us. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. it's everything, everything I have in my life. Me too. You know, um, you know, principles, and, the principles again, of the game and everything that we learned. And my, I it. you know, met Amanda after I was done playing. So she, the game didn't give me her, but the game, she gave me two boys that we spent the rest of our, you know, our time together on the fields and weekends. And, you know, this is where a baseball, awesome. you can't open a drawer in our house and not find a oh, baseball shit. or a batting glove or you triple you know, say ring. Yeah. Two triple <laughs> say rings everywhere at my bling. And when nobody's around and I'm in my boxes, I walk around the you house around. around, check me out. <laughs> check me out. Well, Fico, man, uh, we love you, brother. And we, we really appreciate it. We're happy. We're lucky to have you here no, I uh, in our area. You know, doing what you're doing with with the university, doing what you're doing with the kids, um, you're an asset, and uh, we uh, we appreciate you. And um, well, I'm a new Coca fan, so yeah, I got to come I, visit you when I'm down there. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I got to send you guys some gear down there. All right, yeah, man, let's go. Absolutely. Well, Fico, appreciate- thank you, dude, and we'll uh, we'll be in touch. And good luck to the family. And I'm glad uh, Luke is doing better, and and you know you're in a better place mentally, and yes, and. The kids got a good one, man. They okay. got a good one. So I appreciate it, guys. Thank you very much for having me on. Thank right. you, good luck. Peace right. out. So that was pretty cool. So what did you call them? What, what do you guys like? Uh, Boricua. Baristas? No. <laughs> Boricua. Boricua. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's just being Puerto Rican. It's, like, it's, it's like a, a homeboy. Yeah, it's like, like in my Boricua. Hey, hey, my homeboy. Yeah, listen, one one knows it. Like when you see another one, you. So I thought like in in Spanish it ends in an O if it's male. So like you guys like chicks I'm or something. Not, listen, I have no idea. I feel. I <laughs> so listen, like you're I not a Boricua. 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 Hey, listen, listen, it's a, listen, I don't know. You know what? Did you I see was, Sinus Vigo said that? He's like, yo, man. <laughs> hey, I was in the gym the other day. I was wearing my hat. And uh, so so the guy was like, hey, body. So body's like yeah. a short version of it. <laughs> so I was like, at first, I, didn't, I haven't heard it in so yeah, long. And I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, what's up? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's, uh, hey, you know what I mean? Listen, you, when you know, you know. That's it. Yeah. Well. Good seeing you, man. Oh man, absolutely. This I'm is glad, fun, I'm man. Glad you wrote, like wrote, it's so much stuff is coming back. I'm like, oh shit, man, I missed yeah. this. Like I, I thought I didn't miss it. I missed. You know, it. he's he's engaged now, right? To who? What's his name? <laughs> Bariqua. 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 Congratulations. Yeah. Oh, so, man. She, yeah. she did well. She cooked very well because I remember when they first started oh, dude, dating. That's what some, some I was talking yeah. about was the food. See? Yeah, yeah, she's made some stuff and uh, brought it in. Uh, Daniel's a sweetheart. The man. easiest Daniel's, way to man's heart is through his stomach. She's a sweetheart. Yep. It's, you know, everybody's like, dude, what are you waiting for? She's When's the wedding? walk on your ass. Next September. Yeah. Oh, yeah? yeah? Are you having a destination wedding or are you having there? No, uh, Lincolnton. Okay. Yeah. 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 I think it's up there. Yeah, it's some, yeah. I think it's in a tree house or something. Yeah. yeah somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, congrats. Yeah. Congrats. Yeah. No, it's good. He's got. He's got a good one. We're gonna have a little. Uh, we're gonna have a little Zyke running around here soon. Oh Jesus! Oh, well, you already got three of them. So. Oh, not from him. Not from him. Oh, uh, I, was like, <laughs> really I was like, what? The, well, how long? Those. I was like, how long have you yeah. been gone? Yeah. One yeah. trip to the Dominican, you know. Yeah. So we got tryouts coming up. Mm-hmm. All right, so the Royals are November second. Mm-hmm. November seventh is CBC Baseball. If you guys don't know out there, we get, we do a lot of different things here. The Royals, 
Uh, the Carolina Royals is our alternative to high school baseball. We got a full high school season, 30 game season. Um, we play private schools. Mm-hmm. We'll play combine. We'll play. We got, we got, we got a good schedule. Um, Matt McKnight's coming over with us. Is he? Mark, yep. Oh, yeah. wow. He's in North Carolina commit. And so if you guys are looking for that, and then by February with the Royals, we're going into a full blown Academy. Can't and wait that to is hear more be, about that. You know, we're going to work them out in the morning. It's going to be virtual schooling, you know, but uh, we'll work everybody out in the morning uh, from like eight to noon, eight to 1230, whatever. Then they can go do their schoolwork and they're off and going on the off season. And then we won't work out on the days that we're playing games at night. Okay. Um, but we will, this, this schedule will increase. The talent level will increase. And, um, you know, we're excited about it. There's a lot of, there's a lot of places out there like P5 and combine and P27 and uh, next level Tyler Corson's yeah. group that we've had on here. And it's, uh, you know, it, it's a wave for the, for the players. And the other thing about it, I mean, that, like we were talking about, we're going to create these players to be ready to move on to the next level. That's good. They're going to know how to play. It's going to be a learning curve. They're not going to worry, you know, do how do I get a runner over with, you know, what this situational game is. Um, you know, that we'll best go thing, Shafe is going to be teaching the how to use your phone class. Huh? Yeah. The, what? Yeah, I got all the, I got technology. I'm a, I'm the IT teacher. You're the IT yeah. teacher? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm the technology guy. Yeah, I'm going to show them how to run this board and uh-huh. turn <laughs> yeah, dude, oh. I'm the master. <laughs> like he walks away from me all the time. I'm like, you know, he's like, dude, like, where the screen go? Like, what the hell's wrong with this phone? It's and I was like, man, I'm just, I'm out of here. I can't watch this. Oh, I can't man. watch. So when his mom was working here, I used to just go, Sue, Sue, yeah, you know, like fix this. And uh, now I do that to Andrew, and Andrew's like, fix it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and he keeps thinking getting a new phone's gonna help. Yeah. Oh my god. Hey, listen. <laughs> Hey, he'll figure it out one of these days. They need to simplify. They need, they need to have like like levels, like rookie ball phone, A ball, double A, triple A, big leagues, yeah, right? That, it's called a flip phone. Now. Yeah. All you can do is exactly. make a phone call. That's it. Exactly. All you, all you and then do you is... write hello, like upside down. Like, how does that write? You, you play like, snake four, on it. You four, just play the game snake. four, three, seven, seven, zero. Hello. Four. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Four, three, seven, seven. Wow. See? That's Dude. I, listen. IT right there. Listen, that is, and that would be the whole class. They have no idea what you're that would saying, be the whole but, class. Like, now let's go play. You turn it guys. upside down like the beeper. You send codes <laughs> with numbers, and you had to turn it upside Pager, down. Man. Yeah, to say hello or man, we had pages. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That was the best one. You used to page somebody. A page, get a dude. Page. You have like clip-ons. Like yeah, a page or yeah. A phone. You know what I mean. And then if you didn't want to call them back, you just didn't call them back. You'd be like, hey, I never got your page. Now yeah. with this technology, you walk around with two phones and like, hey, I called you on one phone or the other phone. Yeah. I'm busy. Yeah, listen, it's crazy. I'm busy. So I, I miss more things, and I, I got listen. Show this real quick, and then I'll we'll, we'll we'll get off the air here. But you have to tell me, Ray. What's how that? Many, how many? I'm trying to get there, Andrew, and I don't think I can. What? This is the I IT guy. Show you. This is the, oh, here it is. How many unread <laughs> emails do I have right there? I bet you I trumped it by ten. Do you really? You got thirty? Thirty thousand. <laughs> This guy, I said by ten. It's twenty to be twenty by ten. <laughs> I got twenty thousand. All right, hold on, hold All on. Right. Oh shit! Uh, One hundred and ninety-one thousand. <laughs> how much spam? That's gotta be spam. You know how many people get Jones out every time? Like my phone's sitting here. The guys and somebody will go like, "Dude, read your email." That's it. You got one hundred and ninety-one thousand text messages. I'm a, okay. I'm on a. Uh, Sheesh. Um. Yeah, I'm on a. Uh, it stress people out. Now. It stress people out when it's connected to my car and people yeah. see like that number. They're like, "What oh, is wrong with you?" I like, yeah. I'm like, "Listen, I, I listen. It's just, it's I don't yeah. even." So good, good show, Fico. Um, yeah. Gala coming up November third. 
No, and we're three weeks away from the three day. Three weeks away Sold from out. the play gala. We're, doing, we're doing a truest field this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. So that's that's pretty cool back there. And you know, it's really cool. You know, when you look out the window upstairs in that lounge yeah. at the scoreboard, yeah. we're going to have our logo up on the hall. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Listen, that's one of the best stadiums yeah. to uh, with the city yeah. over. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's a great, that's that's great fire. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. So we're excited about, uh, you know, and then we got Greg Simmons. We talked about Parker Bird and we talked about Morris. We're, we're honoring Greg Simmons. I was going to say, wait. He passed away. Yeah, no, no, yeah. I know, I know. You said yes. we got Greg Simmons. I was like, no, we didn't get Greg. Okay, no, no, no. <laughs> no, we have, we, okay. well, we, you know, um, wanted to do it. And we, I talked to him when he was alive. He just passed away, like, this, not too long ago, like, yeah, I was say say six year, months yeah. or something six, like yeah, that. And then when months. he passed, um, I reached out to Tyler. And uh, told him that we still wanted to do it, and we wanted him to accept the award, and so his family will be at a table, mm-hmm. um, and uh, it's cool. I mean, it's just you know, it's it's funny, you know, you talk about respect and all that other stuff. Um, you know, you got to have respect for a guy that's done all that stuff, you know, right. in, in the city for all these years, yeah. and whether whether you know you were on the best terms or the worst terms, because we're still. we're that way with everybody in the city, right? Yeah. One way or another, if you're in this game, it's uh, you know. Sometimes you like each other. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes you get along. Sometimes you don't. It's you know, territorial. It is very territorial. But uh, he has done. Again, he he fits the profile because he's done more for the players along the way in that yeah. environment over at Christian, and then uh, just you know putting up wins and losses and thinking you're all that. Wow. Speak because that goes back to the uh, with the the word we were trying to use in the beginning oh, yeah. with that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I've been, I've yeah. been at peace. I've hey, been you want to hear something really crazy, though? We'll bring this up about John, and then we got to get off because we're way beyond our, our numbers oh, today. But, this is what I do. Um, when I, can. I know, I know. <laughs> so one of the teams that your son might have played for along the way, Okay, they uh, wear like purple kind of maroon. Panthers. Oh, oh, oh I, I, I was going to say, <laughs> listen, that was like, yeah. Listen, yeah, yeah. so they got, so they, they, they you know. They, I heard they, they changed their whole format. They sold out. Yeah, they completely sold out. So the Panthers own what they used to be, no. right? It's not. It's not the same. Before it was a prestigious where if you got it, it dude. If you, you got, were playing for the Panthers, you were playing for somebody. Yeah, because Don was, was picking it up, and, you and know, it was, now it's now it's just it was thirty how many guys up and down the board. So one of our teams is playing. Yeah, them beating them. Uh-huh. I think they run ruled them actually. They were trying to pick up signs at 12, 13 years old and relay signs, and then they were videotaping the catcher trying to give the sign. So, and they switched coaches so one could see better than the other. Are you serious? No, I am very, I am very serious. I'm very serious. Yeah. These guys are watching too much. Oh, be like, like they watch them. What man? Like, is, they, is youth baseball starting with the, the the catchers giving the signs to the pitchers now? I mean, I, I don't know. I have not. I've heard, I, like, I, you know, I don't like, know. If some of these guys probably have. Earphones. I was I was, saying, I was watching the playoffs. This year, I was like, I wonder if this is trickling down to like yeah. high school and the youth levels as far amateur levels as far as like the catcher calling pitchers and the 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 like. I'm like, shit. Yeah. Tell, I could tell you fast what's coming. Now is your now you got to go up there and hit it. Yep. yep. All right, everybody. We appreciate it. Ray, man. Oh, man. Great of you to Listen, absolutely. Absolutely. This and, is fun. Uh, that was awesome with Fico. We thank him. And Andrew, always, you're the best, dude. Um, I never needed your mother. I just needed you. Just so you know, <laughs> she, she was a slacker. Now that I figure uh, it out. But now it's uh, – Sue's coming back from Greece. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, not here. Just going down to the castle after here. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Good for her. Good for her. Yeah. So, well, we appreciate everybody listening to Shave the Baseball Report. We'll be back next Friday with another yeah. guest. We don't know who yet. We don't know who. But we're going to bring it on. <laughs> All right, everybody. Peace out. Oh, that was good.